Hi, and welcome to Comchurch Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray that it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk that you're about to hear. So, 12 months ago this weekend, 12 months ago this weekend, Sarah and I became senior pastors of Comchurch. 12 months ago, year one. Year one, so the year one's done, um, and if Sarah, if if like we went back in time, like to 12 months ago, and you were to write down everything that we've been through in this 12 months, um, would you have guessed what we've been through in this 12 months? Would you? Um, no. If I'd have known everything that we would have done the last 12 months, I'd have probably written you a note and said, I love you, darling, see you later, <laughs> if I'm honest. See you later, honey. See you later. Uh, yeah, because it's been a little bit bonkers. It has. It has. With Dad, we lost Dad in April. Yeah. Dad passed away. And then like, we've been through some stuff in the last three months. If we'd have wanted to write it down, we couldn't have, could we? No. Just couldn't have even... I think even the EastEnders... EastEnders uh, people wouldn't have, have written it. Got it, really. But there have been some amazing things in that 12 months, serious amazing yeah. things. We've met some amazing people. There are, like, this 12 months, we've met some amazing people who have been sent to help us on the road in this church, haven't they? We've met some amazing new people. Yeah, it's been awesome. And um, over the last year as well, we've had like back-to-back Foundations for Life courses, which has been amazing. And um, like really just loads of great people have jumped on board and, and joined the, the church, which has been really exciting. And we've just seen people getting saved week after week. And, and I think, yeah, well, Julian will come on to it. And we've, we've kind of just been watching and going, wow, God is just amazing. He's just absolutely amazing. Um, and he's kept on going. I think I said in spite of us, but I mean, I think maybe despite us, I don't know what it is, but it's not necessarily anything we've done. And it's just been amazing to see what God has been doing over the last year. And, and yeah, and if you've joined within that last kind of 12 months, then that's awesome because you've been a really great bunch of people to join. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. But we've just felt this morning we'd do some um, vision casting, just speak about vision. So this is 12, 12 months in. Um, who'd have thought... We'd have been through some of the stuff that's gone on, and it's been interesting. It's been an interesting journey. I didn't see it coming. I was like, wow. I didn't know what I expected. I, I didn't know about what the expectation of being senior pastor at Comchurch was. But you know what? God is in control. Some of the times, I've just stood up, and I've just stood. And I, but one thing we did decide, didn't we? We've been pay, praying for the last few months that just standing is not God's plan for your life, and it's not God's plan for my life. Just being able to stand is not God's plan. Um, so we thought we would vision cast. We've been praying for a few weeks now, I have, just about what 2018 is going to look like. What is the year to come going to look like? And I've made a personal decision, and God has really spoken to me that he said, do you know what? I've got abundance for you. I've got joy for you. I've got an amazing season for you. And that's not just for me. That's for everybody in Comchurch. God has an abundant life for you. If, you. if you're visiting here today, maybe you've never been to a service like this before. God has an abundant, amazing, joyful life for you. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And on that we will stand. So I made a decision that just standing is not enough. In 2018... Come church is not just going to stand, it's going to advance, amen? amen? 
Isn't that awesome? So we just thought we would vision cast a day. And the vision that God gave to me, something that I haven't even spoken to the elders about, something that we haven't spoken as a ministry team about, I've just had it on my heart. And it's going to be, as we approach 2018 now, it's going to be the job of the elders and the leaders of Church to work out how this is going to come to pass. But I'm just going to share from my heart what I believe our direction should be for 2018. But I realized as I was praying that our purposes need to come in line with God's passions. So what God is passionate about, our purposes need to be about those passions. You know what Jesus is passionate about and what God is passionate about? We need to find those things and then make them our purpose. And when come churches purposes align with God's passions or collide, if you like, collide with God's, God's passions. That's the kind of church that Julian is going to want to be part of. That's the kind of church people in this community are going to want to be a part of. So I wanted to explore and we've been praying about how, how can we make sure that Com Church is all about God's passions. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. I don't know if there's a bottle of water down there. Amen. And did you want to get the uh, financial report? Have you got... I'm going to grab it. But we're going to align our passion. So I wonder if we could like just start the image of the train behind us. I'm going to use the analogy of a train this morning, if that's okay. Let's hit play on the video. Now, we're building a train. On every train, there's um, tracks that guide its direction. The train won't go anywhere the tracks do not exist. There are two tracks, and every single wheel on the train comes in line with the tracks. And everything heads in the one direction down these two tracks. It's really important that um, all of the carriages are connected to the train and that all of the wheels are lined up on the two tracks. And what I wanted to do this morning was share two tracks that Com Church is going to be on for 2018. It's going to be the elders' jobs to work out how we stay on those two tracks. But we're going to set two tracks, and they're going to be based on what God's passions are, what excites Jesus, what does Jesus think that we should be doing as Com Church. So I'm going to share with you about two tracks today that I want to explore and unpack. In church, we often measure different things. Sarah and I, um, we worked on church accounts this week, didn't we? Uh, on, on October the 31st, it was the deadline for the church's accounts for 2016. And on deadline day, we were frantically scrambling around making sure that everything was filed properly and that it was all... You count different things in church. You know, we produce this annual report in around April. Um, every year, there's an annual report. You may have seen it. You may get one there at the front. You can have one. And there's lots of statistics in there. It tells you about how many people have come through church, how many... How, what the full footfall has been on this building. Thousands and thousands of people come through this building every year. It tells us about all the different ministry outreaches of church and all the different projects that we've had. And right in the center fold is one of the most important things. And we print it every time. And it's right in the center fold of our annual report every single time. The Great Commission. Everybody knows it. This will seem like a very simple point to everyone. 
But I'm going to set the first track for Com Church for 2018 and something every member of this church should be counting and playing an active part in is the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. Every believer... Every person, every member of Comchurch, Comchurch as a whole, the entire train needs to run on the track of winning the lost. It's our great commission. That's the number we should be counting. Jesus and God, they care about numbers. They care about how many people are getting saved. It is our responsibility to make sure that souls is one of our number one priorities. So the left-hand track, if you were... The left-hand track for 2018, maybe for longer, probably forever, is going to be souls, if that's okay with you. I want to personally challenge you this Christmas time. You heard about it in church news. We're going to pull up at the station of Christmas here very soon. We're going to slow down and pull into the station as a train of Christmas. And I want to encourage every single one of you to take an opportunity. Church has printed loads of materials. We're going to fill this place with a a show, something that will appeal to our community, something that will reach out to them. We'll have an opportunity to introduce you to our community. The Jesus in you will change our community. Not you. Not you. The Jesus in you will change our community. And we want to bring as many of the community in to sit next to you and for you to share the Jesus in you with them that we possibly can. That's the strategy. It's dead simple. So we've produced all of these things and all of the programs over Christmas. As our church pulls into the station of Christmas and pauses a moment, that those two tracks that are underneath the train will hold fast and one is souls. So I want to encourage you. We've printed these little ones. These are amazing. These can go in every Christmas card you send this year. Oh, as you leave here today, into your inbox when you get your text message, there'll be a little registration so that you can register to be a part of this Christmas show and what's going on at Christmas. Um, there's an Eventbrite page set up. If you're to go to, um, if you go to the Grove, it will cost you like twenty-five pounds each to go to the to the to the pantomime over the road. And like for a family of four, that will be, and then you buy drinks at the bar, that will be over a hundred pounds. And like we want our community to be able to come in. Five pounds, if you're over the age of 12, six pounds. There's a six pound charge for everybody over the age of 12. Under 12s can come in for free. So I want to encourage you, get registered so that you're sat next to someone so that Jesus in you can touch someone. That's it period. That's why we want you to register. That's why we want you to come. Because the important part of this is not the show. It's not the fun of Christmas. It's not the Christmas celebration. Though we as Com Church have the responsibility to keep the Christ bit, the Christ bit of Christmas that the, the world wants to throw away and rubbish, it's our job to keep that central focus in our town. I want to encourage you, when we come to here, let there be Com Church in mass, sat here, ready to talk to the our community, our neighbours, our friends. Bring them along. Put those in your Christmas cards. Share the word. This morning there'll be a team as you leave handing out all the flyers. There's posters, there's um, brochures for you, and then you can take as many. We'll keep printing these for the next few weeks. We'll keep printing as many as we need so that you can put them in your Christmas cards or wherever. Souls, the left-hand track, 
is souls, we need to stay focused. So, yeah, so in that, when we were putting together our core uh, leadership team, we on purpose didn't have um, a head of evangelism or a, a team called evangelism because we really believe that actually every single one of us needs to be evangelistic about our faith. And, and so that's why, you know, we are all in that evangelism team. And, and these items, the reason we put these on for the community is to help each one of us. Just, it's a really easy no-brainer. It's just not hard. It's not, you know, awkward to invite them to something. It's something that they'll be likely to be open to. Um, but that's why, so don't ever think, oh, well, we'll leave that outreach stuff to the evangelism outreach team because we don't have one. We, that is the, what the church is called to do. And that is what all of us are called to do. And, you know, we were talking about often, so Julian, one of his favorite preachers is dumb dichotomies. And we were talking about how, um, you know, often people can say, well, no, actually, you know, it's not just all about souls. We've got to take it deeper. We need to be making sure that we're, you know, we're going theologically deeper. And one of Julian's favorite scriptures, do you want to say anything else on it read before it. I read this it? This is or? my favorite scripture in the world, so read it. Yeah. One, it's in an odd place as well. Look, whoever reads from Phil- Philemon. I know. And he says one, but there is only one (laughs) chapter. So it's verse six. Um, It says, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. And so we really, we love that because we just show that, you know, it might seem frivolous. It might seem sunshine and lollipops. But actually, what we're saying is, Julian is is completely hit the nail on the head. It's not about what they're going to see on the stage. It's about who they're going to sit next to. And if you're not there, you're not there to be that evangelism tool. And that's what we're saying, you know, and we're going to offer refreshments. There's going to be time where you can chat to people. And that's where conversations are started. So it is a real kind of a challenge and and, uh, you know, if you want the full understanding of Christ, well, you know, pray for 20 hours a day. That's great. Do that as well. But also be at the crazy stuff, be at the fun stuff and be there ready to be that evangelist, that outreach person next to the, the, the guy, that, the girl that's going to come in off the street that would never walk through a church door otherwise. That's exactly right. That scripture says the full understanding of our faith comes by sharing it. Dead simple. Yeah. Dead simple. If you, it doesn't matter how deep you go. Either I believe that if you study and you do everything for many, many years, but you never share that with anyone, what was the point? What was the point? The full understanding of our faith comes because we share it. So the left-hand track for Comchurch for the foreseeable future and for 2018, the left-hand track right there is going to be souls. The second track that we've been praying about the second one, we've been praying, like, what is God's heart? What is Jesus' passion? And I want Sarah to read to us Matthew 25, the sheep and the goats. Okay, from verse 31, if you're following. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. 
Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothing and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did not do for the one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. Then they will go away to the eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Wow, that's Jesus describing the end of days. Okay, this is Jesus Christ describing the red it's written in in red red. it's in red in your bible these are jesus's words not julian's not sarah's jesus was describing the end of days now if i was going to write maybe if you were going to write the the end of days story you'd say you know what we're going to take all the people and we're going to divide them up you know all the people that committed that sin we'll put them over there that you know you know the one i mean you know that sin you know that sin the, the one, just that one, we put them over there, and then all the people that didn't do that one, we're going to put the others over here, and they can all go to heaven. No, Jesus didn't say it that way. What were Jesus' priorities in what we've just read? What were, if we're going to think this through, I'm going to have a little pause for us to think. What were Jesus' priorities in that scripture Sarah just read? So you can need to find the little bit just that shares that. Think about it. Think about it. Read it. Feed, clothe, visit. (laughs) There are a load of different things, but for the poor, how many people can you help? That's what Jesus is saying. What are you doing? He says, if you do it for someone else that's next to you, that poor person that's near you, poverty is a spirit, you know. When we say the word poor this morning, I don't want you to think finances. Don't think finances. Think a whole range of things. Think about... um, Um, people that maybe haven't got enough, they are on the lowest rung of society. Think about poverty mentality or poor in spirit. There's so many different um, ideas, but someone that's not where you are, maybe. Yeah, and also like the the sickness and... um what was the last one? In prison, that's got no social or financial exactly. barriers. That's, that can happen to anybody, can't it? And actually, as we were thinking about this and, and we were talking about it, there's another scripture that says, you know, people will stand in front of Jesus and say, but Lord, we cast out demons, we healed the sick, we raised the dead. But he says, depart from me, I didn't know you. And here Jesus is asking us to visit and to care. And it, it was almost like that was almost more important than the healing, the delivering, the casting out the demons. You know what I mean? And often we, we can look at a church and think, wow, you know, it's all pizzazz and it's all this and they've got that going on and that going on. But actually, it's the Monday to Friday stuff of a church that I would say is, is kind of more telling Completely. than just what the pizzazz on a Sunday morning. Yeah, awesome. So souls left, the poor right. I don't want us to use the poor there. I mean, that's the hungry. That's the, the disadvantaged. Who your neighbor is. I want to appreciate prayer. Prayer, are you here? Thank you for your challenge to us last week. If you were here, let's appreciate prayer yeah. for his word last week. Who is your neighbor? 
Um, Sarah and I weren't even here. We're praying and God's saying to us, right, set the train tracks that Com Church is going to run on and everyone that joins the train, everyone that steps on the train and everyone that brings a carriage to the train, they all have to sit on these two tracks. And this is our heart. This is our desire that everything comes into line with these two tracks, whether it be souls or how many people we help. When we start counting numbers now for 2018, it's going to be how many souls did we save and how many people did we help? How much did we give away? How many people did we lift from that place they were to the next rung up on the ladder? And that is what we're going to count. They're the numbers that are going to make a difference for this church. And I believe that as we do that and we head down there, we will collide with God's passions. We will run headlong into God's passions. And that's the church that I want to go to that runs on those tracks. I want to thank Michelle. As Michelle has put, has put a carriage on the train and she's put one on there to help people with additional needs when I talk in church or when the preacher comes up here there's many people that that message just goes straight over their heads they don't connect with it whatsoever there's people with needs in their life and challenges maybe in in uh, in their mental thinking or whatever and we're coming alongside them and providing com church plus to help people understand church that have additional needs now Michelle has put that carriage on the track and there are people joining that carriage to help them and to do it but that track the track has to be the same we've got to win souls and we've got to help the poor so if you're a leader this morning in com church i want to encourage you to assess what you're bringing to the track and make sure that the underpinning the two tracks that lead you through every village up every hill down every valley wherever that track takes us That's what we're going to do. And every now and again, we'll pull in to the station of Christmas all together. And we'll we'll work there or we'll pull in to the siding, to a siding. And we'll all go there together. When the train pulls into that siding and it sits there for a few weeks, it's still sat on those two tracks. And Com Church is going to do that going forward. Amen? Yeah, definitely. All right, awesome. And so, yeah, so to carry on with kind of the the train analogy, um, I kind of... I'm sure you all know who Thomas the Tank Engine is, and I kind of liken Julian to Thomas the Tank Engine. It's better than the Fat Controller. (laughs) So he's kind of there at the front, pulling over all the carriages. So again, so the carriages are like the different comm groups, the different things that we do, the... the, Cafe Con Jesus. I don't know why I make myself say that because I sound stupid every time. But the, the, yeah, the Spanish, the different groups and activities that we're doing, they're, they're all part of the carriages. And then what, so Julian's like, toot, toot, he's going off on his Thomas, on his, on, his, on his tracks, going where he goes. And then I just like to walk through the carriages and just make sure, is that carriage all right? Is that carriage doing okay? You know, because if you've got all these great carriages and you've just got one that's kind of falling apart, what does it do? It affects the one next to it and it affects the one on the other side. And then eventually, how do you derail? By just a couple of things not being quite right. So, you know, and this is why we're saying these are the tracks of what we're underpinning, but that doesn't mean it's at the expense of um, like health and, and, and well-being in the church as well. That's true. And everything is going to work towards the aims and objectives of those two tracks. Yeah. So, for example, um, Sarah and I are the kind of people where the very fact that we step onto the carriage and we're going to pursue these tracks, our marriage will be better. 
Our marriage will be better because we give our time now. It's got focus. God's calling us to something higher than ourselves. We're here to minister to souls and to help reach the poor, and we're going to do that as much as we possibly can because we believe they're God's priorities, and that will help our marriage. But then there's other people that will sit on the side and go, do you know what? In order to sit on that train, I might have to sort some things out in my life. I might have to sort my run-ins out before I get on that train. There's some things I've got to change. I've got to do that. So there's those two types of people. Maybe just the fact that we're running on these tracks will help you go, I've got to sort myself out to get on the train. Or actually, being on the train will sort those things out in my life. Well, yeah, that's it. And that's where, again, like, we've got to be careful not to make dumb dichotomies, haven't we? And, and that's the thing. And it is, it, it is, and we have this conversation, so don't worry, we're not having a domestic here. We've had this conversation yesterday. And that's, that is true because we know, don't we, by putting others first, by, by looking and serving others, it is one of the great healers. But, however, it is also really important to make sure that we are our marriages are healthy, our relationships are healthy. And so don't misunderstand Julian saying that it's, it's that or nothing and that's the fix-all because we know that that's not true. But just by the very fact of saying, okay, I want to be on board, I want to get involved in this, can then spur you on to go, okay, let's just sort the other stuff out as well then and, and let's just keep going, yeah? Yeah. Good. Like people will join the train. And, and people will leave. And people will leave the yeah. train. Along the journey, that's the way it will be. And, but the train is going to sit on those tracks yeah. if it kills me. It's going to stay on these two tracks for, these, for, for 2018, certainly. Yeah, and we said, and just in the natural as well, we're really, like, utilising this analogy, aren't we, of the train tracks. But the same as in the natural, you know, for a while, two sets of train tracks may go together and then the one will go off. And that's the thing, you know, we love working with other churches. We love working with other visions. We love supporting other, you know, we're really about if someone else is doing it, great then we'd rather help them than start it ourselves. Like, we want to champion what they're doing. So for a while, we might ride alongside them, and then they'll go their way, and we'll carry on. And it doesn't mean that that's wrong. It just means that that's their route, and this is ours. So, yeah, I'm hoping these analogies will just kind of help. There are leaders here today that haven't actually raised up into leadership yet, Mm -hmm. and they've got a passion on their heart, and they want to build a carriage, place it on the tracks and connect it to and connect it to Com Church. And God's calling you and saying, get that courage built, join it to Com Church, but it's got to sit on these two tracks. What how many souls are we going to reach? And who how many people is it going to help? How many poor people? How many hungry are going to be fed? How many people are going to be clothed? How many people are going to be set free? And how many people are we going to visit in prison? And that's really the challenge that we wanted to put out today. And to that end, one of the things that we're doing is tonight. Sarah, why don't you talk to us about what's happening tonight? Yeah, so tonight we're going to do something a bit different. So it's Leadership Com, um, but everyone is invited. We call it Leadership Com, but we know that we're leaders in all areas of our life. So everyone is completely invited to it. Um, now, what I, I was thinking about this, and I've been reading a book called The Emo- Emotionally Healthy Leader, and I've read The Emotionally Healthy Woman as well. <laughs> it's quite interesting. But... Um, I was thinking the other day, so at the end of November, Julie and I have been married for 19 years. and um, That was a little reminder. You <laughs> dropping a hint? You dropping a hint? Do you want me no. to remember? Let, quick, let me make a note. Right, and uh, if you know Julian, it deserves November. more than just a clap. But anyway. Make a note. So, 
But no, the reason why that's quite significant is because I was 19 when I got married. No, Beth, who was just turned 18, you are not getting married at 19. So um, I was, no, I was 19 when I got married. So what I realised, I just had this sudden thought that, wow, I will have been married in my life for as long as I hadn't been married, if that makes sense. And so that's quite a milestone. But I don't know if you've ever found yourself doing this, but you'll be chatting away or you'll see something or you might tell the kids off and you'll go, you know, oh, my mother just came out of my mouth. And you're just like, where did that come from? Or, you know, and often, so I'm going to be talking about our shadow tonight because sometimes there can be those things in the back of our heads that just mean our behavior. It it just pushes certain ways we behave. And what I've realized is, so now I've lived with Julian for the same amount of time that I lived with my parents. However, those first 19 years were far more formative than the second 19 years. Sorry about that. It's just the way it is. And in that, so so what I mean by that is that I've still got mindsets and I've still got thoughts that I got from my first 19 years, even though now we've built our life our way, there are still things that influence when I'm not thinking or when I'm reacting, then those first 19 years are far more influential. And um, often in that, so obviously there can be loads of really positive things. And many of you know my parents and they're amazing. So I've had lots of really positive things. But in there as well, there can be negative scripts that hand down that are, you know, just, just unwritten rules in the family. And so even if, you know, however old you are, I just think that often we've seen that the, the shadow, the things that cause you to believe what you believe, act how you act, you know, sometimes you can be prickly. I was explaining to the creative group that you could say t- the exact same thing to two people and they could take it completely differently. Now, very often that is because of their shadow. That is because of what has gone on in their background that makes them receive that differently. So tonight, what we're going to do, we're going to get practical. We're doing a... It's leadership com, isn't it? It's, it's leadership it's for, com. It's for leadership, but we'd like anyone to come yeah. to leadership com. And as we look at... As we look at leadership, you might be a leader in your family, your school, your yeah. workplace, wherever. Everybody should be working towards some form of leadership. We're, we're the head, we're not the tail. Yeah. So I want to encourage you, come along to LeadershipCon because emotional, healthy leaders will keep great carriages yeah. on the train exactly. heading on those tracks. Yeah, so it's just like a bit of an MOT yeah. for your train. Do trains have MOTs? I but don't think so. Whatever. Sammy does those. I'm sure they have, I'm well, sure Sammy, they have maintenance, the don't they? So it's just a bit of maintenance tonight. And so I want to encourage you to come. You will need to bring your brain and a pen if you have one. So, But it, I think it will be really good because it's good for us to know what influences our snap reactions. And, and yeah, the healthier we can be as leaders, the more effective we'll be. And the healthier we are as people, the more effective we'll be. So could we stand together? Is that all right at the end of this? We just did a little bit of vision casting this morning. A little bit in-house. If you're visiting, we're sorry little bit in-house, but we want to set the train tracks that we are all going to put our marriages on, our families on. Um, we're going to put our lives on, our destiny on, our purpose, our finances behind. Who knows that when we get this mortgage paid down on this place, what we can do to make a difference in the lives of people. In 2018, this church is going to ask, how much can we give away? What is the amount? How much can we give away to people? What a question. That is, how big can we make that number? How many souls can we lead to Christ in this year? They're the questions that will keep us going. They're the questions that will take 
our eyes off the size of our circumstances and put them on the size of our God. They're the numbers that matter. I want to pray right now. Lord, I pray for every family, every person in Com Church, as they get themselves aligned, as they lift themselves up and place themselves on these two train tracks with us, as we join hearts and hands on one mission and one mission alone, as we head in one direction and one direction alone, following one vision and one vision alone. Lord, I pray, God, that you would do great things in our midst. Lord, we ask you to surprise us. We're tired of the same old. We're tired of the same mundane routines. Really just believe God saying there's someone here today that is just tired of the same old. You get up for work, you do the same thing. You get up for work the next day, you do the same thing. And it seems like a trudge, a treadmill, where the environment around you doesn't ever change. It's the same thing over and over again. What God says to you this morning is that when you get on these train tracks, the scenery around you will move on. The scenery will pass around you. There will be always something to look at. You will have abundance. You will have joy as you see the beautiful countryside pass by. Lord, I just pray this for the lives of Com Church today. Lord, we pray in the souls. We look around at these empty seats this morning and we don't take it lightly, the responsibility that you've given us. Let every seat represent a one soul in 2018. Lord, we all commit ourselves to do our part. Let our lives tell the story. Let how we live our lives tell the story of our faith this morning. In Jesus' name, Lord, we praise you. Let's worship as we close out the service this morning. Thanks for listening to Com Church Talks. We'd love to hear from you, and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to contact us, please visit www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.